welcome to Put a Cork in It, where two friends talk about things you do and probably don't care about. I'm Monica. And I'm Austin. And we hope that listening to even one second of this podcast will make your day just a little bit better. So whether you're about to take a nice walk, driving on the highway, or you're simply just laying in your bed, come along and join us for the next few minutes on Put a Cork in It. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Put a Cork in It. Um, Thank you for your patience. Last week, we just did not have the capacity to get an episode out. And so instead of getting something rushed and low quality, we decided to wait till we could get everything in order and really honestly get the guests that we most wanted, which was obviously a little tricky with time change. And so we just wanted to wait to put the best thing out there, which Austin, I feel like that's a rule of thumb. You know, you want the best, not the easiest thing. You know, we've seen episodes get put out in a rushed manner and honestly, not our best work, clearly. And I feel like this one is going to be a gem. Yep. I I feel it in my bones. Um, First, let's get to what everyone's talking about, what everyone's probably wondering about with you, Austin in particular. Are you okay after the Super Bowl? Do you need a helping hand? What's the update? Uh, A lot of prayer going out. Um, Very sad. I, it was painful. It was painful, straight up. I won't go any deeper than that. Just, just sense of prayers my way, you know, just for a good morning and recovery. That's all I need. I, I honestly think everyone maybe said a prayer for you. I thought of you instantly and let it be known. I did not text him everyone because I just felt like he needed space. I couldn't really, I couldn't go there, which was that an okay choice or would you have preferred to be reached out to? I immediately went to bed after the game. Like I didn't, I was with my entire family and I literally just was like, I can't, like, I'm just going to go to bed. See everyone. I can't. can't. Well, we are glad that you decided to attend the podcast today. It wouldn't be the same without you. So everyone, this is a very exciting guest um, for a lot of different reasons. One of which is because it's another LA um, person, which they're always the most fun. Um, they just bring a different energy. I've said it once, I'll say it again. LA just has a different vibe. It's special, it's unique. Um, downtown LA, like the true downtown is scary as crap, but the places around are beautiful and wonderful. Um, but anyway, so without further ado, this week we decided to bring on our California gal and her name is Phoebe Wang. Phoebs, how are you today? Good, hi everyone. I'm excited to be here. Phoebs, we are so excited. I have been like waiting for this for so many reasons, but I don't want to give it away. So Austin has already made a lot of comments about how bright it is um, for you right now. Obviously, it's still daytime. Like, what does a day in the life look for you in LA in terms of like, when do you wake up and when do you go to bed? Like, is there a different schedule if you live in LA? Like, sometimes I feel like people sleep in, go to bed late but I feel like you're a working woman. So is that not the vibe? Are we talking the weekend or the weekday? We're talking, we're talking a typical weekday. Okay. I usually wake up between like eight 30 to nine, which I understand that's a little bit later for most people. Yep. Um, and I normally go to bed around like, I try to between like 10 30 and 11 30. Oh, Okay. That's like- a kind of, that's kind of a big window. <laughs> <laughs> now that you said it out loud. 
that's kind of big let's just say like around 11 okay great Austin's like weeping that you get that much sleep I honestly don't get get that much sleep ever yeah same I do prioritize my sleep well yeah that's honestly smart so to give everyone a little context Phoebe is another um really good friend from the infamous Ocean City summer mission that I went on freshman year and yes most of you might be saying wow you kept up with someone for like five plus years and it's like yeah, man, when you find good friends, you don't let them loose, even though they live what feels like half a world away from you. And honestly, the time difference sucks to try to keep up with you California people, but it's okay. It's worth it. Um, so the real reason we had Phoebe's on, she is hilarious. She is an, an incredible personality, but in the shallow side of things, Phoebe has one of the coolest jobs in the world and she might help me meet Justin Bieber one day. So this is not clickbait. This is a real situation. So Phoebe, would you mind telling us like what you do right now? What's your role? What's like your, like, what is your identity of somewhere to like interview, interview you off the street and be like, Phoebe Wang, what do you do for a living? Um, yeah, so I am an assistant to a music manager, and then I also day-to-day some of his clients. So in the music industry, there's usually like an assistant and then a day-to-day manager and then a manager, um, where the manager does a lot of like the big deals and has like all the connections and stuff. And then the day-to-day manager will, it'll do like more important stuff, but they're more like hands-on and making sure like things get posted and stuff. And then assistant is like devil wears Prada. So, <laughs> so I do, I do assisting. And then I also day to day three of his clients. Wow. Could you maybe name drop some of the clients? So his most big client that he personally works on is party next door, mm-hmm. but our company in general has like Mariah Carey, Jack Harlow, um, the the country band Midland Wale mm-hmm. he's like a rapper um Corday um oh who else do we have yeah we just have a good variety of people and we also have like writers and producers too so just like Austin to give you some context casually Phoebe will just post on her social media like at party next door's house haha mirror pick haha and then she'll like message me the next morning being like cleaning up after the party. haha. So it's like, she gets to be a part of the, the fun, but Phoebs, would you say you also have to be a part of the, like taking care of these individuals? Yeah. yeah. There's definitely, I think the craziest encounter I've had was party's birthday party. I like was there from 4 PM till, I don't know, like or 5 a.m but I was like Chris Brown was there it was like the craziest thing I've seen so that was pretty interesting holy wow so like what time does a party start in LA I feel like normally they're like people maybe like start around like nine but things don't get popped until like 10 or 11 so people mostly show up fashionably late I'm guessing yeah 
but then like it depends like with at parties party it was like midnight people were like coming through um Austin what is your reaction to this of just casually going to a very up-and-coming bands did you do some research on them what's the 411 I had to Google who party next door was. I literally never heard of that person. Okay. Um, totally fine. He looks like a big deal. I mean, looks like he'd be he'd be cool to meet in person. <laughs> uh, just not my vibe personally, but the fact like Chris Brown, like that's crazy to me. Like, shout out forever. Oh. in the office, absolute banger. Absolutely. Was oh, that what Justin Bieber? No, there's a what's that song with that Justin is Bieber? next to you, which is an that, incredible song. That song's very good. Very good. So that I just I can't imagine like sharing the same air as these people. Like it would just feel like it's like, no, I shouldn't be here right now. <laughs> yeah, that awesome. That's so true. Phoebes, are you do you feel yourself getting a little bit? I mean, part of that is you honestly being in the industry and like, it's not really cool to be like, ah, these are famous people. I'm going to tweak. Like, do you feel that you've become a little bit conditioned to not freak out as much? Or do you think that's strictly you forcing yourself to be that way because of your job? Like, was it a natural progression or maybe a combination, whatever? I, it was probably like a mixture because it depends. Like, some people I like could care less about and then but then so then one time Justin Bieber was having like a private show and I was standing like right next to Sean Mendes and I love Sean Mendes so that was like I was trying not to tweak as you would say um but other people I like just don't care like I didn't know who party next door was before I started working for him right. so in that instance I was like okay cool but I think it just depends on who it was and like who's around because if my boss was there, like I definitely don't want to tweak out. Right. So when did this like have like when did you start? How did you get into this? Like yes. I'm very oh interested. Yes. Um, so I actually started as a figure skater. The Olympics just happened. Team USA. We love Sean White, even though he doesn't figure skate. Anyways. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I'm a big Sean White fan. But anyways, uh, I was a figure skater at first. And when I was like looking at colleges, there was one college that had like sports management. So I originally wanted to manage athletes. And I was thinking specifically, like, not the NBA or NFL, like something more unique and like, you know, Michael Phelps way kind of like doing brand endorsements and stuff like that. Um, but then I kind of realized that I just wanted to manage or like rep figure skaters and to be honest they don't really have much of a market unless they probably come like once a decade that they actually have opportunities um so then I was like okay well what's another thing I enjoy and I've always been intrigued by celebrities and it wasn't necessarily like artists or actors it was just like a combination of both so like I liked Zac Efron and like High School Musical and then like Justin Bieber and that was that so I naturally went the music route just because I danced and figure skated um and so this was like sophomore year of college and then for some reason the only record label that I knew of was Atlantic Records and I knew they were like a thing in the industry so I typed that into LinkedIn because I knew that was the thing they use in college was LinkedIn even though no one uses it in the music industry 
I found this guy. He was like an engineer with Atlantic, but he also had his own artist project. So I interned for him. And then when you're like trending into the industry, you're reading up on articles and like how people made it because you basically want to like do what they did. And there's this guy named Justin Sterling and his article was basically about how he was obsessed with the Scooter Braun story and the Justin Bieber story. And um, at that time, he knew this guy named Matt Graham worked um, at SB Projects and was like a senior manager there. So somehow Justin Sterling had Matt's email or something, and he would always like email and try to get in, talk, in contact with Matt, but um, Matt never responded. So Justin made a fake email and emailed Matt and Matt responded and he was like, I would love to do an interview on you. Like, I love what you're doing, yada, yada, yada. And at that time, Matt was managing Cody Simpson, who was like, this is like Cody's prime. Yeah. So then um, I'm reading this article like, oh my gosh, this guy's so crazy. Like, I need to meet him. Um, they end up doing like this whole fake interview. And at the end, he was like, just kidding. Like, I just want to work in the industry. I'm a big <laughs> fan. And Matt like loved it. And he was like, I actually need a tour, like a merch guy for Cody. Do you want to come on tour? So then Cody went on tour, like not Cody, Justin went on tour like a couple of days later um, with Cody Simpson and then eventually like worked his way up. And then from there, he went to this management company called Electric Field Management and was head of marketing there. And then he went to work for AG Artists, that's Sean Mendes' management company. Um, and then he was there. And then um, I was just like in, super intrigued with like his story. Yeah. And stuff. I was like, I need to get a hold of Justin. So I would like Instagram him. I did like everything I could. I made a Twitter. I did not have a Twitter. I like made Twitter for him. It was like so weird because I felt like I was making like a fan page. Um <laughs> I would like tweet at him be like, what's your email? I want to get in contact with you. And he like wouldn't respond. And then I went to the electric field page, like the company in between where he like was moving from. And there was like a publicist's name. So I reached out to her and I interned for her actually the same summer I interned um, wow. with that Atlantic guy. And because I was interested in PR stuff, but yeah. um, the main reason was because I knew she knew Justin. So she gave, she like forwarded Justin my email, but he like never responded. And then she ultimately like gave me his email. So I would like reach out. And this is from a span of like April to like August now of like 2018. So I'm like been going wow. at it for a couple months now. Um, and then I think he like messaged back like once I was in Canada and he was from Canada. So I was like, I'm in Canada. Like, aren't you from here? And he's like, yeah I am like been meaning to reach out like what's up and I was like what's up I've been trying to get a hold of you for the past like few months and you haven't responded and then he went on and like hasn't responded for a little bit and I was with my best friend Allie from college and we were like going through my apps and like I was like I've tried everything like Facebook Instagram Twitter and then I saw Venmo and I was like okay, well, he can kind of have a taste of his own medicine with what he did with Matt with the fake email. So I found him on Venmo. He had like a the photo was with like Cody Simpson as the profile photo. So I was like, this is for sure. Him. Actually. Yeah. So I Venmoed him a penny and I was like, here's a penny. So you can email me back. Like five minutes later, he emails back and he's like, I'll call you back. Like, I'll call you back from the VMAs and back from Japan with Sean or something like that. And I was like, 
casual. So then we ended up talking and like, um, he like gave me good advice and stuff. And we always just like stayed in touch. And then that following summer, I interned for Matt, the guy that gave Justin that opportunity for Cody Simpson. Wow. So I interned with Matt at his company called Brand Management. And then um, I also interned with this guy named Gunnar Gale. And he's like a pop so- uh, pop star rising, like developing. Um, and he's with SB Projects. And then at that time, he was working with this guy named Troy. And I was like reporting under Troy. And then the pandemic happened and I graduated in May of 2020 and then uh, started working with Tyler in July and like three out of four of the internships like knew Tyler and stuff. So they all like put in a good word and Justin knew Tyler. So talk about persistence. (laughs) I mean, just bash your head against the keyboard until somebody responds is is the play. It's what it sounds like. Yeah, I like. (laughs) I, viv- I didn't even know half of that, Phoebe. I only really knew the back half. And I would constantly be checking in with Phoebes to be like, hey, how's it going? Like, been praying for you, been thinking of you. Like, what's the update? And Phoebe would just be like, yeah, you know, like, haven't heard anything, but you better believe I'm, I'm gonna keep emailing. Like, not once did she ever say like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, it's not looking right. I'm just gonna have to give up. Like, you, Phoebe, you never even... <laughs> Like, and you weren't even trying to like pretend to be something great. Like you were committed and persistent, like Austin said. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, I definitely wouldn't have done the Venmoing if I didn't know that Justin finessed his way with the email and the fake email and stuff. But it's like a funny story. And I always like joke around how I like invested a penny into my career. I mean- Jeez, Louise. Okay. That's a great, like, how'd you, get a, how'd you get your start? I just Venmo this guy a penny and he just gave me a chance. <laughs> exactly. I know a lot of, uh, like, up and coming people that want to get into the industry, I always, like, ask for advice. And I'm like, dude, you, there's, like, no, like, roadmap, like, you know, for becoming a lawyer, you do this and law school and, the, and then you take the test. It's like, with this, like, you don't even need to have, like, a bachelor's degree. You you can go in, like, right after high school. But, obviously, I, I went uh, to school. But, yeah, it's just, like, your own way in. Wow. Okay, so. You find a way. You just yes. find a way. This is, like, an inspiration. Can, can we name the podcast Find a Way? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean- I found a way by Drake Bell. <laughs> Wait, I love Drake Bell. It's so funny. Wait, me too. Isn't he in jail though? I don't know, but I know the other guy like YouTubes a lot. Josh. Y'all, he YouTubes with David Dobrik. And Phoebe, what's your connection to David Dobrik? Because that's maybe a more realistic person I'd like to meet. Um, so my friend Taylor is David's assistant. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Taylor, like blonde Taylor that's in the vlogs. Yeah, she's like blonde Taylor Hudson. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't watch his I don't watch his vlog, so I, I'm assuming she's in it though. I am literally losing my mind right now. Okay, so Monica is tweaking, as we would say. Tweaking. Like, oh, if anybody, if anybody in this podcast remotely listens to the podcast or remotely knows me, you know how much I am like internally struggling to breathe for a lot of things that Phoebe has said. And I will just go on the record saying like, 
I am not jealous of any of my friends' jobs. Never have been, never will be. Like, even if you're making like 80, 90K, like I don't care. Phoebe's job is something I am constantly envious over. Anytime she sends me like a text or a snap or a DM of something she's doing, I'm like, yeah, so I'm going to have to take five minutes to relax and then I'll, I'll respond because it's just too much. It's too much. Um, when it's anything Justin Bieber related, I like wish I could fly you out, but we I might have, have to coordinate that. Yeah. Well, I yeah. am going in April to the concert, so that's good enough, I guess. No, that'll be good. Yeah. Not great, but we don't need to get into that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My other question for you is like, um, I know you have like very different relationships with your mom and your dad and they're just, I feel like sometimes completely two different relationships that you just like keep so, you know, separate and they're just different, mm-hmm. but what was their reactions to this? Like, I know your sister was probably for it, but like, was your mom or dad kind of like, dude, what the heck? We just spent so much money for you to go to this awesome school in San Diego. And like, this is a big deal. Like, why aren't you maybe using your degree in a more traditional way like were they nervous when you were doing all these internships like how did that go um so background the podcast is obviously not video so I'm Asian if you can't tell from my last name (laughs) and so you know getting a good education and going getting a good visibility for culture um but they like didn't really know what was happening they like knew I did these internships but they like knew internships were a thing so they were just like yeah sure um and then once I got into it like they I don't think they know the story about the Venmo thing and I don't think they really like know the extent to it all but they were definitely like not for it but they knew that I liked like the scene and like the environment and like networking and knowing different people so they were like, yeah, like whatever you're like passionate about, like go for it. But they just wanted to make sure that like taking, getting taken advantage of or like doing it for the wrong reasons or they just wanted to like make sure I was like safe and stuff. So uh, now they're definitely feeling better about it since I got a pay bump. But <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely different. And I'm like one of the few Asians in the industry, I feel like all the time, so it's an interesting feeling that is interesting and do you also feel like I feel like a lot of the people above you are men which is you know is what it is but do you feel like in your position and maybe even being Asian comes into that of like do you feel like sometimes you're kind of looked down on or they just kind of throw stuff at you that they don't want to do or do you feel like as you've been more established and been with Tyler a few years now, I think like, do you feel like you're respected more, maybe even given more responsibility with things that really matter? Um, yeah. And I think it's definitely just like over time, you kind of prove yourself and like show value. Um, and like in the beginning, you just like want to like keep your head down and like do yeah. what they say and like make sure things get done. But then you like throw in like, you know, here and there parts that you can add value to. Yeah. Oh, definitely. 
I don't, did that even, I answer your question? I don't even remember what you asked. Oh no, you definitely answered my question. <laughs> I just started talking about me throwing in value. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No, you're good. Austin, I feel like I'm really stealing the floor because you know this is my vibe, but is there any other questions you were wanting to ask? I don't want to steal your thunder. I'm just in awe of just like, not only to like kind of step out of like a comfort zone, like coming from the Asian American background where like these things are so highly like sought after and it's like, all right, I'm going to go a different path. Like I bet there's like, like definitely with some pushback and then just to have like the persistence, even when it was going well to like get to this point and not only to like be here, but be succeeding, obviously proof by pay raise. Like that's incredible. And yeah. I just like, I, I just, I commend you. I'm very, I don't, like we literally met minutes ago and I feel like I'm just a proud friend. Aww, <laughs> Thank you. That was so sweet. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. And I, just a disclaimer to the listeners of this podcast. Um, there are a lot of nice perks to the job, obviously, but it's also a lot of un flashy fun things like I have done so much stuff that is like you would think is it sounds like a movie because it's like so crazy and obscure because artists like ask for the randomest thing so it's not always glamour just so people know hey do musicians love coffee that much um I mean they do but they honestly the thing that I've noticed is that they're like night owls like they like shift everything like they like work during the night and then they're like sleeping during the day so I mean I don't know if coffee makes a play in that but they're just like they work at night and stuff yeah that is the amount of Marco Polos that I've received from Phoebe like (laughs) late at night of like her in her car and she's like hey like I'm just running this bizarre errand for so-and-so like just thought I'd talk to you on my way because you know it takes a million hours to get anywhere in LA and I'm just like this girl is around the clock like this may be like a nine to five on the surface but it is definitely like you are doing so many like you said obscure random things after you probably should be off I assume yes definitely and then you like want to like Make sure you're like networking and like to other people. Some people go out for like dinners and drinks. So it's like once you're done with work, you like do that. You go <laughs> so work then it's like, in a different setting. Yeah. Exactly. So then for a long time, I would be gone from my apartment, like from I'd have to get into like my boss's house at like 10. So I'd leave here at like 9 30. And then I would go to dinner straight afterwards and then probably get back at like 10. So be like gone for like 12 hours. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's not as crazy now. So no pets over at the Wang apartment. No. So actually my roommate, Macy, she was like hounding me that I give her a shout out on this, uh, podcast. Let's go Macy. With with Monica. (laughs) Yeah. She's friends with us. So, um, she really wants a dog. But I like, I'm like, sure, you can take care of it, but I'm not taking care of that. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to spend money on something I'm not, that I'm not like passionate about, you know, is that even like makes sense? Like, I'm not going to spend that money. I'd rather go to Alaska with that or something. 
Oh, 100%. You know me, I'm not a dog person. So that is 0% anything I'm passionate about. Also, side note, Phoebe, you guys, if I didn't book her for this Monday, I was not going to be able to even have a chance of like talking to her, period, until like April. This girl is zipping going on trips every weekend, every day. It's insane. So if you want to get in touch with Phoebe, I would advise you to wait till April, Um, which Austin is sometimes how I feel with you. But with Phoebe, it's another level. Like both of you are definitely like plan ahead, make things happen. I just kind of like something I definitely need to grow in is like making plans, which I just don't do. Plans are important and having a schedule is good. I mean, I don't There's know. definitely backlash on it, but yeah. Yeah, people give you flack for like not being spontaneous, and it was like yes, like I'm the type and I'm of person. Like, I am fun. Leave me alone. <laughs> like I have no doubt that Phoebe's fun. I have, I have no yes, no questions about that. Spontaneous equals fun. No, you can just be fun too. <laughs> well, it's like hey, like I've literally had these plans for weeks. Like I'm not just gonna break them for some like Chipotle run or something like that. Not shout out Chipotle but I mean I, I just I, yeah I had this planned out like I and then if something isn't happening and someone like invites me to something it's like oh I didn't have anything planned it was like kind of the first time I hadn't had anything planned in a while I was kind of just really hoping to stay in yeah. <laughs> but I guess I'll go out sure whatever okay two questions before we wrap things up one is in and out amazing as a California native, but I know you've had a lot of other like burger places you do travel often. Is In-N-Out like the most amazing thing ever or do you think it's overhyped? I'm curious to hear your thoughts because you've obviously had it when you visited. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think since I was like born and raised in California, it's more like comforting because every time I would come back from an ice skiing trip or like travel, uh, there's an in and out right next to LAX. So I would get that. Um, but I mean, I've definitely had like other burgers that are better, but it's like consistently good. So yeah, it's pretty good. Nine out of 10. Yep. Wow. I, I would have not correlated nine out of 10 to pretty good. Like nine out of 10 is like, you were a skater. Like you can't get a 10. Like, come on. <laughs> okay, that, that does make sense. It's like how I said that I sleep between 10.30 and 11. <laughs> I okay, feel it's like- good. It's really good. I crave it sometimes. So yeah, it's really good. Okay. I just don't want to, yeah. I, I hate when people are always like, in and out, ride or die, you know, like everyone else sucks. I'm like, they don't have the opportunity to have it. Give them a break. <laughs> I do need to have it more. But when I had it, I wasn't like, I was like, really? I guess, it, I guess it's the consistency then. And that yeah. I can respect. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, the first time I had it, Phoebes, it was definitely like, oh my gosh, I'm in California for the first time, baby. Like, whoa. So I think my first time was very skewed. And then in terms of my second time, um my second time having it I think I maybe felt a little bit more eh about it still liked it but wasn't like a ride or die 
So I would yeah. probably give it like an eight out of ten. Um, but I I do like the experience and the. What vibe. is the scoring going on here? I'm so confused. Austin, please go on mute. Me and Monica are talking right now. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> continue, continue. You know what? We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on from this question. It's too controversial. But let us know in the comments. Um, if let you, us let if us know. If you are a team in and out, maybe your team um, Shake Shack. We don't know. Um, so my next question, you don't have to say anything too in depth here, but what is maybe the craziest thing you've had to do since entering the industry? If you could keep your answer PG 13, that would be preferred. Um, but if you can't, we'll just see if it makes the pod when I'm editing it. Okay. Um, this just happened to me on Friday. It wasn't like the craziest, like, uh, like, oh my gosh, like I can't breathe. It was like, kind of like a crazy moment of like accomplishment. Um, so Jack Harlow just put out a song on Friday. It's called nail tech. Everyone go stream it. Um, (laughs) I never thought I would be saying that (laughs) and here I am. Okay. Anyways. So he just put out a song, Nail Tech. And then um, I have a friend named Deba and she is assistant to this producer named John Cunningham. And John Cunningham and Kanye are working on an album together. Um, So apparently Kanye texted John was like, can we get Jack Harlow's number? And then sent the link to the Nail Tech video. And then so Deba, knowing that I am on, you know, the same company as Jack calls me. And then uh, of course, like, let's connect them. As I'm texting out the text to Jack's direct team at our company, um, the Connie just like posts a screenshot from the music video and was like, this rapper's so good, like top five, da, da, da. And like, saying all this stuff about how great, um, jack harlow was so i i never like i literally was in such the game mode of like we're connecting kanye and jack and i was like i just got a call that kanye wants to connect with jack like um chris like i'll hit you on the side um and then i put them all in like a group chat of like john and um jack's manager and then they like called and talked back and forth and then like i think yesterday connie and jack hung out so that was pretty cool (laughs) so you like set that up dude yeah it was it was really like super fast and me and my friend were like what's happening (laughs) (laughs) that is incredible i will say i'm not a huge um i would say i'm not a huge kanye fan right now um feeling like it's a little whack feeling like the behavior is kind of scary there's a lot of things that go behind the scenes in terms of his mental health with that I'm aware but wow am I not team Kanye right now I'm very team Kim but I can put that aside for the celebration of Phoebe being a baller and making things happen (laughs) like that's insane Phoebe is a mover and shaker. I mean, we're going to be hearing about Phoebe just moving and shaking. That's not like, that's a different, that's an old timer saying for like, you're a big deal. I don't know. I guess. I appreciate that. Thanks. I'm going to wait till we see Phoebe running her own management company one day. It's going to be epic. Stay tuned. 
or she like discovers the next artist that like changes the world anyway okay so (laughs) I could go on forever I probably have like six other questions I could ask but I'm gonna hold myself back um Phoebe at the end of our episodes I don't know if you're super familiar but we do this thing called what's in the queue for you and so basically you just give a little like what's next for you whether that's in life whether that's what you're having for dinner tonight I'm sure you would have something very interesting and exciting to share so we usually let our guests go last so you just be thinking about that um I don't really know Austin you're gonna have to go because I don't really know for me it, there's a lot of stuff happening. Um, I don't I think I said this on the podcast. So February is just like a math mom's birthday, my dad's birthday, uh, my birthday's in February. So this week we're celebrating both my parents' birthdays. One is we got like dinner in an escape room. The other one is dinner in Top Golf. Should be super fun. And then getting out of town this weekend with Carly for the weekend. Um. Okay. I would say for me, what's in the queue? Hmm. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I think for the first, oh, oh, the wedding that I'm in is coming up soon. So yeah, that wedding is coming up and I feel, I feel a little like unprepared. Like I know I don't really play a huge role as a bridesmaid, but I just feel a little like unprepared as to like, what like what am I doing like how do I like make it a vibe you know so things are becoming real like got my dress today so I'll keep everyone updated as I try to be a fun bridesmaid so that's really all um Phoebes do you think you're good to go yeah um in March I'm gonna go to Hilton Head South Carolina which is really exciting I've heard it's really pretty um my the girl Allie that I mentioned from college that helped inspire me to Venmo um her parents are moving to Charleston so we're gonna hit Hilton Head first and I've never been to South Carolina I've always been a fan of North Carolina because of One Tree Hill it was filmed there and like Nicholas Sparks movies and stuff um so I don't really know what to expect for South Carolina but I'm excited for that wow Amazing. I've never been either, but it's definitely somewhere I want to go. Austin, have you been before? Yes, I own multiple Salty Dog t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> mom's dad had a condo there for like 30 years. We would vacation there all the time. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> what kind of scoring is that? Hey, that one's perfect. It's my happy place. I'm glad you like it. That was amazing. Okay, well, to everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. In true influencer, um, no. <laughs> in true influencer LA vibe, please follow us at Put a Cork in It Official um, to keep up with everything that's going on. Phoebe, would you like to plug the people and where they can follow you? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, my name's Phoebe. <laughs> uh it's just my name p-h-o-e-b-e-w-a-n-g-g two g's because phoebe wang is taken (laughs) is that on all socials just insta twitter not so active anymore after the internship oh yeah i deleted that because it's so (laughs) embarrassing to look at Uh, unbelievable 
just the insta okay well we love you all for listening and phoebes thank you so much for being on austin thank you for being um great as usual and to everyone listening we will be back next week and we're really excited about it so over and out